after this we can watch stuff. What do you think? <laughs> All right. This was episode 133 of Just Because. A slushy. Of Just Because. A slushy. Of Just Because the Human. A slushy. <laughs> the Human Experience I'm Podcast. Slushy. <laughs> I had on. I'm slushy. <laughs> and also. Just bonk your head on the mic. I'm trying to say miss you. There you go. I had on Ty from work. Oops. We work together. And Uncle Jeremiah. Came to a house? No, it was on Zoom. And then your Auntie Jess. Uh, uh, Is that okay? Yes! We talked about dating and relationships. And what we look for, what we've learned about ourselves. Can you believe that? Yeah, I saw a squid. You saw a squid? Well, I did two episodes. Um, second episode obviously will be out after this one. That's what. That's how it makes sense. But I had different people, uh, roughly the same questions. Enjoy. Hope you're all okay. Do you want to say anything else before we go? Um, bye-bye, you baba. Bye-bye, you baba. What did we buy recently? What's over there in the tank? What did we name the fish? Um, small fry toot toot. Small fry toot toot. Anything else you want to say about it? Or anything in general? Bye bye. Okay, I guess that's it. <laughs> now we're going to watch the dog with cooking and the dogs are swimming. Hello. How's it going? Um, good. How are you? It's a deep sigh right before you answered. <laughs> oh, you got it. Okay. Uh, I'm great. No sigh whatsoever. Yay. I, just, I, got, uh, I have a big event in a week, and I also have, like, huge presentations for school the next two weeks. So, like, it's just going to be, it's just a lot. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, it's okay. It'll all work out. I'm just tired. You know. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Jeremiah. Like, I'm not tired, so. Jeremiah's in a Jimi Hendrix music video. Hello. <laughs> Hi. How you doing? I'm good. Doing good. You? You just, you just wake up from a nap? No. I'm just tired. I, I don't know. I'm exhausted. We literally just had a training. Yeah, we had a training. Two hours ago. Ah, was... uh, Saturday? Yep, yeah. two and a half hours. Did you get paid extra? Mm-mm. Is that a thing? People can get paid. It sounds extra. like a trick. What do you, what do you <laughs> on a Saturday? Did they feed you? No, it was, it was at our home, so no. No, this all sounds like a scam. Is it a cult? Right? What are you doing? It's a cult. <laughs> <That's> it. <laughs> um, it was called the New Patriots. Uh, mm. Trump. It was, uh, <laughs> it was something about people. something about boys and proud, and I don't remember. Yeah, I don't understand. And <laughs> boys are boys, and that's how they are. I don't know. Like they mean well. Just working yeah. as it goes. I like yeah. it. I'm trying to plug it in. <laughs> Jeremiah, where's your friend Ty? 
Um, did you send her the thing? Uh-huh. I'll text her. I have no way to get into that. I don't know how to get it. So we're talking about dating. <laughs> we're talking about DMX. All right. This is our DMX appreciation episode. No? Bye, not DMX. No, bye. Bye, DMX. Looking back on um, partners you've had or or dated or however you want to define it, does there seem to be something in common? You know, at first, when I was talking with Jeremiah and Ty uh, about this, it was it was first like interracial dating. But then I thought, well, it, it kind of goes to more. So like whether you have different religion or no religion dating someone who's religious or it could be political or um, uh, even upbringing, right? If they were close with their, their family versus someone who had a shitty family or no family mm-hmm. or just defines family differently. So I thought that would be interesting to try to figure out. And then here we are. Here so looking are. back. <laughs> On your life is uh, oh, does there seem to be a common string with the people? Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My joke is the common string up to a certain point was unhealthy. Jess had no boundaries. Did not give a fuck. And, oh gosh. And just found therapy and decided to work on themselves. And boom, it got better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, that, that's, that's my me? contribution. Bye. No, just no. Ty, what in the hell? <laughs> oh my god, I was stressed. I'm here. <laughs> can you guys see me? Yeah, I can see you. Yeah. Okay. Hi, Jeremiah. <laughs> wow. Hey. Hey, Michael. Hi. This is my friend Jess. Um, Hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Nice to meet you. She's How's everyone feeling? We're okay. Ty also works at the school with us, Jess. So she was also in that training. <laughs> oh, okay. Hours. So but y'all we didn't all get did. Paid. You did this fake training today on a Saturday. Nobody paid you. Nobody fed you. It sounds like a cult. Like yes. y'all need to get get out. <laughs> yeah. We didn't pay attention. Well, I didn't. Wow. <laughs> Our boss is also coming on this podcast. Um, oh. oh gosh. Uh, well, Ty, the the question was um, looking back on either the relationships you've had or the the people you've dated, however you define it, was there a a common trait among them or characteristic that you see? No, not really. I feel like my past relationships, every single person has been different, never the same, right? About you, Jeremiah? No, I would say it was different. I'm trying to like think of, because I know what you mean. Are you talking about like in a sense of like attraction? Like kind of what you attract or are you talking about? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I just meant, well, really anything. And ju- before we like jump into specific stuff, just anything oh, okay. that pops out. Uh, do you do you have a type basically when? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, no. Good, good. This you can give me a real this, answer if you want, going want a great. joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a one. My answer would be, so I'm a pansexual person, which means I date whoever. And some folks prefer bisexual because they like the way that feels better. That's fine. But for me, it was like less about body. Mm, I don't know. It's got to be a spark. So there's some attraction like physically, but I all tend to go for people who are like artists, who are creative. Like, so it didn't matter. Like there's a whole broad spectrum of, for, for my date, dating past partners, who those people were and how that manifested in different ways. But there's all sort of like this tie of like, there's some sort of like creative spark 
somewhere and and they're passionate about that thing okay yeah i don't know if that's what you were looking for yeah yeah <laughs> that was the correct answer okay and jeremiah what the hell no um <laughs> i i i don't know if mine really have a, a common thing either they're kind of all over the place they all hate me now so that's cool okay so next question um, <laughs> have you uh so i guess race would since that was sort of the first thing that popped up have you what are what are some of the tough conversations or or obstacles you've noticed in dating someone of a different race some of the obstacles oh god there's a lot there's a ton there's so i mean just culture mm -hmm. yes that's always different. even within your own um race mm -hmm. there's that difference of that like your culture may not be completely aligned with um someone else who shares the same skin color as you uh, um as well um there's that there's um culture language language big thing um sometimes you have a uh, first generation kids that are here in america so the parents are not fluent in english and so there's that barrier physical i feel like sometimes physical could also be barrier physical how physical in a sense of like um uh what looks right in society eyes okay got you know oh. that, that kind of uh temptation that people have i agree with you yeah ty what do you yeah what are your thoughts on it um i totally agree with jeremiah like the culture thing you know like it's like first generation you know sometimes it's okay to like they don't want you to like date outside your race, you know, like it's always like good to stay within your race or marry within your race, certain things like that. So I definitely agree with you on that, Jeremiah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would agree. I think I'm a white person. And so there are different optics there and like different cultural expectations and like societal expectations too. People tend to have mind their business they got a lot to say and they make a lot of assumptions probably in every case i assume but like when you're a white person there are different assumptions i'm trying to think of an example of that but uh yeah and i think the cultural thing also you know there's there's a lot that you don't know and as someone who is trying like someone who has always tried to be mindful uh, you know hopefully there is a line to to walk if you're in a relationship like that, that where am I participating? Am I being invited? And where, um, in a way that is safe for everybody and makes sense for everybody. Mm -hmm. So yes, I agree <laughs> with those things. But for white folks, it probably looks different, but similar like themes probably. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How much does, if, if at all, uh, your family influence your relationship? Does it matter what your family thinks of, of who you're with? Or are you kind of doing your own thing? Um, for me, I think it's great to like get a perspective. So like, I do like appreciate like when my family comes in and like tells me like, oh, this person is like, good job, you know, or like, he's not too good. But like, if I don't listen, then obviously I learn for myself, you know? So like with me personally, I think it's like a huge factor to like have their opinion and like who I'm dating. And like seeing, you know, I guess I'll say like I'm more on the fence of it. It is important, but on the other hand, it's also my decision. 
is how I feel. Too much influence, then it becomes not mine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not what I want, then. It's what uh, someone else wants. And so it's like I'm more of 50-50 with it. I do value um, opinions and uh, things that you have to say, um, and I'll take those in consideration. But also, on the other hand, what I want is also important. I can't push that to the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think I would agree too with Jeremiah because um, I just posted, Michael, you follow me on Instagram, but I posted about it this week. Um, I am a a 41-year-old adult who has been queer my whole life, um, but only introduced my family at large to hetero-looking relationships. So when I was dating a dude or someone who passed for a dude, um, those people got easily you know introduced to, you know, and and folks who didn't meet those standards didn't get introduced and part of that was because i don't need you to put your name and your business in what i'm doing um and part of it was like a stubborn piece of me who was like i'm setting this boundary so that y'all don't disappoint me and so and just so you know like i'm not asking your opinion i'm not asking for acceptance or your permission um but this week for the first time in my life, my dad and I spoke about my queerness and what a really important relationship right now looks like for me. And it is a very queer relationship. And even though I have never needed that permission and like never really looked for it, I feel very confident. I am lucky in that I have felt confident and supported um, most of my life. Um, He was cool with it. And that was like so emotional for me. Cause I was like, I don't need your permission. He gave permission or he didn't give permission, but he, he like supported me. And I was like, Oh, I'm so happy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But my sister is the one, she's the one who meets everybody. Mm. And in like Ty said, there were a few times where she was like, "Mm." she's very supportive, but she's sort of like, "Mm, are you sure about this? And she was right every time. And I was always like, no, I'm going to do what I want. They're the one, you know, they're great. And she was always right. So now I listen to her a little bit more. I don't ask permission, but her opinion matters to me. So. Yeah. I've realized at least uh, with, with Filipinos, it's you, you kind of just have one or two relationships and then you, you, you get married. And then, so (laughs) when I would, when I would date and, uh, I would just bring people home to meet my parents because I was just like, look at this person. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> my, after the second or third one, I remember my mom going, "Is that's enough, Michael. That's, you're okay. <laughs> it's, it's okay, Michael. And I was 20. So like the expectation was I would marry this person now. Number three. 20. You're 20. You're like an old man. Yeah, you're fine, <laughs> Michael. Settle down, Grandpa. You can do it. Um, it it was always the number thing I I don't ask them for for stuff on anything Mm -hmm. because we would clash on uh, because they're they're immigrants and so they just it was hard for them to sort of blend like Mm -hmm. the the American way of the America way of thinking of just like you date people and you go out and you meet and so there's a lot of butting ahead so it was uh, a lot of fighting in my household as far as dating went so uh they still don't know i'm married so i mean <laughs> oh my God. i'm gonna have to break the news to them sooner or later i feel like i saw her at the wedding where did she think she was 
Is this a banquet, Michael Bruce? Wow, Michael. Wow. This is fabulous. Um, yeah. Who's that girl wearing a white dress? Uh, I don't know, some lady. Um, waitress, don't worry about waitress. it. Has, has there been any experiences in, in the people you've dated that sort of highlight a difference? And, and again, it could, it could be anything. It, it doesn't have to just be religion, uh, race. It could be religion, family upbringing. Uh, one thing for me, I, I had a, a pretty serious relationship where the, the family was uh, really wealthy. And so, and they were from England. And so their, their ideas of Arizona and brown people and Asians uh, was pretty ignorant. And I had to sit through a lot of- Uncomfortable uh, dinners. Uncomfortable dinners. <laughs> yeah. Just- Oh God. Uh, assumptions about me or my family and just what? You don't just fly to Chicago for the weekend? Why not? And I I don't have I don't have the money. So it there's also that difference too in, in um socioeconomic status. So it could it could be anything. What uh I don't even remember what the question was now. Oh, has there been an experience? So that, that highlighted to me like, oh okay, they, they don't see me as someone dating their daughter. They or as just like an equal to their daughter. It's it's sort of this guy who's maybe trying to freeload or, or whatever it may be. Yeah, I kind of had like that experience too, like with a person that I dated, he was like super wealthy, you know, he went to like a college prep high school and like lived in like a really nice area. And so like going out and like meeting his parents were like super intimidating because like, they're like these businessmen, you know? And like, you're just like, wow, like, okay. Like I'm probably not too good for his son, you know? Like his son's like, everything so like that was kind of weird so i totally get what you're saying yeah like i've had that experience like very uncomfortable and like ignorant like mindset like his parents had you know and like you kind of just have to like sit through it and be uncomfortable because yeah. you really like this person so you're like trying to get an understanding but you really don't understand where they're coming from so yeah i get you yeah <sighs> um <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's all right man <laughs> hi Devin I, I think um, I guess something that stood out to me more so is uh, when it came to so when it came to dating and when I would date someone that was also considered a minority it was the there was the difference of like even though they are they were are a minority they didn't see themselves the type of minority that I am. Mm. And so it was, it was really, it was kind of awakening of like, wow. Mm. You know what I mean? It's almost, it's kind of like the, um, what is it? The um, model minority mm-hmm. where like uh, someone doesn't really, they may consider themselves minority, but they won't put themselves as low as the minority of being black. I, I will say it was always interesting. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, well, I mean, I thought we shared similarities here, but apparently we we didn't. I think yeah. that was one of the things that always stood out to me. Mm-hmm. I think that's really real. Gosh, I don't know. I mean, I guess I've dated I dated a couple of folks who were really had affluent families. Um, one of them, they were <laughs> they were really um, the family was cool. Uh, except for one tiny piece that was like mega toxic, mega abusive. But that person was still part of everybody's family. So uh, it's not really that the question that you're asking, but it was 
very hard to recognize some things and then to also watch my partner sort of like fall back into behaviors and Mm. for me to be like I don't know if this is a safe place for you you know like this is hard for me to watch this happen and then to deal with the dynamic I had to be very careful about when and how I said those things because this family still right so it's that person's family and Mm -hmm. maybe they haven't worked through that whole thing and maybe they don't we had a conversation one time about entitlement and they didn't they didn't take it super well. I tried to be mega delicate about it because they imagined themselves as someone who had never had any entitlement. <laughs> and this person was white to begin with um, and grew up with some money. And they were, um, they had some other intersections where uh, life could be very like hurtful for them. But I was like, well, you know, just because some things are one way doesn't mean these other things aren't experiences that you lived with, like getting to travel the world and growing up with a lot of money and having a lot of choices. That's still some entitlement. And I didn't have that stuff. We grew up poor. There were a lot of us in my house. (laughs) So it was easier for me to sort of pinpoint those things and was weird to watch. It was not weird. It was almost confusing for me to watch someone have very little grasp on where their entitlement was and how their family works maybe that's close to your question i've definitely had those where they just didn't understand the money problems or the Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. if i if i move it into like so i i mean i talk about this a lot how like i I, my dad was abusive but for them to not understand like why don't you invite your invite your dad to our house like why aren't you why aren't you close with your family and i go what i've told you all this just to not understand that side i don't know i guess the spectrum of of the, the family upbringing and and to that i my family how i define it is is my is more my friends and that's why i care so much about what they think or what they're doing serena and i have had a few discussions about that because she's very, very close with her, her family. She talks to her mm-hmm. mom probably every day on the phone. And uh, she'll, you know, why don't you ever call your mom? And I, I go, cause it's less than a minute. She goes, are you okay? Are all the, is the baby alive? Okay. Bye. <laughs> and I go, okay, bye mom. And she doesn't even, well, no, she doesn't even say bye. She just hangs up and I go, okay, well, that's, that was a conversation mom? with my mom. Mom? Uh, mom, where are you mom? Love <laughs> um, me. Uh, so yeah, I, I had, had those of trying to say, well, you're, you have this. I never had that, those, those conversations as well. I don't really know how religious or, or spiritual y'all are. Have you ever been with someone who wasn't or is like the other of you? No, I've never had like in a religious, like spiritual relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, same. It's never uh, been like a, a, like a, an issue. Mm-hmm. I've always, okay, so I grew up religious, um, and so some of the first relationships I had, and certainly one of the most, like the the first long-term relationship as kind of an adult I had, um, that person was not religious, and I was still feeling very connected to the way that I grew up in, in the church, <clears throat> and so that person converted eventually. And as we got older and kind of grew apart, um, I grew apart from the church, at least the church that I grew up in. It was a very, they're all very conservative. Well, many of them are very conservative. The one I grew up in was particularly 
conservative. And I grew apart from that as well. <laughs> and the person I was dating, uh, I got literally, I had a, I had a meeting with a deacon and they kicked me out of my church where I grew up and they kept him. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know what? Fine. Have him. You can have him. Like Good that. riddance to all of it. <laughs> um, yeah. So church, you know, you didn't miss, nobody missed anything. No, that's not true. I still have like fond memories of some good pieces and like learning about like trying to help people. <laughs> Certainly had to do a lot of work, like undoing some of the guilt and trying to be a savior for people who didn't ask for your help. Um, mm. But, but there are pieces of spirituality that I still hold on to that are important to me, like feeling like maybe there's more than me just being a biological entity on the, on the planet. But yeah, that was, so my, <laughs> my relationship with religion and people was different. Oh, yeah. um, and so that, I don't know. Now I don't, if someone was just like, I'm mega religious I'd be like, Ooh, Ooh, <laughs> good, good luck. I wish you all the happiness. Yeah. Um, I, feel, I feel like that's not even a, um, I, I mean, I'm not like, there in the dating world but like I feel like even when I talk to people that's not even a conversation that's like the first thing you think of yeah I guess compared to how it was back then like with my parents age um like now it's like people are trying to focus on compatibility there's also the physical aspect it's like the religion doesn't come until Until, like like, you guys are dating later like so far down and it's like you guys already established this bond and now uh-huh. it now it's almost like, okay, now let's talk about religion. We mm-hmm. never really talked about this. You don't do you say, I mean? hey, do you want to go to Arby's for our first date? Also, do you believe in God? Like, that's not the one text. How do you feel about Jesus? How do you feel about Jesus? No, no. You want Pepsi or Coke? Do you believe in Jesus? Um, no? Okay, I'm getting it wrong, I guess. Uh, I, I, I'm not religious and i i remember when i was dating at first i was just happy if someone looked at me so i've had 75 relationships uh they don't, a lot of them don't know and um so i thought oh okay i could date anybody but then i dated a couple uh pretty religious people and i just had some moral um butting of heads uh conversations and i oh i can't do this i can't you think being gay is a sin like this is not gonna work we we're not gonna we're not gonna do this as i grew up and then became a real boy i wasn't made out of wood anymore i i still have you know uh discussions with with like serena because she's she's not super religious but she does you know she grew up religious and she does have some beliefs i guess and so when we we talk about our son like how do we explain stuff and Oh, well, all, all three of you work with have or have worked with kids, but just how they bring up stuff. And most recently, mm-hmm. my kids will be, do you know who Jesus is? And I go, who is that? Who's that? He has powers. And I go, like, <laughs> Captain America, he has powers? Like, what do you mean? Who would win in a fight? And so uh, <laughs> it's a lot of those talks. I don't know. Captain America is pretty judgy, so he's real. Well, the new Captain America is pretty judgy. <laughs> um, he's strange. Um <laughs> I'm I'm fortunate, you know, that Serena's very open-minded and um, she'll put up with my, uh, there's no God, or no, I don't yell that out at her, but I'm like an old sea captain. But just like, we, we really have open conversations about that sort of stuff, especially with how to figure that out with 
our uh, our son. Have you noticed? Have you ever been with someone with different political views? Because I know with like Trump, <laughs> like so Jeremiah and I, we we know a few people who are with someone who's just a complete extreme opposite political opposite. And I I personally couldn't imagine being with someone like if you don't like pizza. Okay, cool. Whatever. You don't like pizza. Uh, you don't have a soul. But um, I just like like the stuff on immigration or yeah or or I think it's, women's choice. Yeah, I think it gets very difficult is with the level of um how invested they are with uh their party because mm-hmm. like there's some people who are like Democrats and and have you know conservative values and you have vice versa Republicans that may have more liberal values. Mm-hmm. And it's always interesting, like you said, how strong they are with their party and like how, what do they think of certain things? Because then those questions, like you said, it comes up like, well, hello, what about me? You know, or what about so-and-so who you like, or, you know, our friend and all these questions, stuff like that. And it's always, I don't know, just hearing different people, I've heard things where, they don't they didn't see the problem or they didn't believe that they they used something to um basically sweep it under the rug as if it was okay and and then that's where it became like okay now this conversation is like completely different than what i expected to be um recently i i was watching um it was like a a video i think it was a not a too old video but it it, it was a uh, a group of women, they were all different colors, all different, like, political um, views and whatnot. And there was this black girl who was, like, from the South Hood. And she it said she was. And she voted for Trump. And it was supposed to, it was a whole talk about feminists and, like, how the movement has changed, you know, how certain people take it. And, you know, and so she said... Um, they asked her about like, cause like, what do you think about him saying that, um, grab her by the pussy thing? And she said that was private talk. So that's, so basically it's okay. Cause it was done in private. If anything, he was violated because he was being recorded. And I, and then I'm like, okay, now I'm like, you're, you're talking about law about someone being recorded, but since we heard it. <laughs> How does that make you feel? You right. know, and and mm-hmm. that's the some that's where she wouldn't address that. She just used another excuse to make it okay. And I'm mm-hmm. like, that doesn't make it okay. Right? Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. I feel like it. It depends because I've never been with anybody that had different political views. Mm-hmm. If anything, I I did kind of butt heads with someone with like social issues. And I, I think it was a, like a conversation of like they used to have these belief in social issues about like um, minorities and whatnot. And then they kind of were slowly changing. And I don't know. We were always just butt heads with it. And I'm like, what? I really like this question because I think about this question a lot. So I'm so happy that you like you asked this question. But recently, like, obviously, I just got into politics like a year ago. And. I definitely would want me and my partner to be on the same page about politics, you know, and like our opinions. We're not going to always have the same opinions, but we at least need to be on the same page about things and like put things on the table and like what's right and what's not right, you know, 
So that's like a factor I really like look in when I'm dating. Like I would want us to be on the same page. And if we're not, then, you know, like that's it, you know? Do you, so, mind, yeah. do you mind sharing like one, one or two of those make or break ideas? Mm, that's what you're saying. Like that, the, a belief you have that, um, that if they didn't have, it'd be a, a I mean, like the whole immigration thing and like how people think that's okay. And like the women's right, you know, like how they shouldn't do this. Like, mm. that's like a no-go for me. Like if you feel like a woman, a woman shouldn't do to her body as she pleases, that's not cool. Like that's just a complete yeah. no. So we won't be going to Arby's tie. Got it. Um, <laughs> Uh, what about you, I'm, Michael. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, I think I feel the same way. I think um, when it comes to like human rights issues, people's personal bodily autonomy and right to be safe and also right to like succeed in the world. Like if you have different views on that, like I don't have much to say, like trans rights, human rights, rights for black and brown folks. Like I don't, mm-hmm. to me, those are not issues. <laughs> So if yeah. you have a different opinion than me, then I'm not interested. I um, was dating, like actively dating like two years ago and prior to the pandemic, we were allowed to like go see people and stuff. And so I remember I went with this guy who was an artist, like I said, they're all artists. <laughs> and he, I live in Tucson. He was like typical Tucson, like kind of a hippie, kind of like a yoga dude, probably mountain biked, like he was um i don't know if he was white but uh but there was a lot of a lot of a lot of white overlap there and i remember bringing up because trump was still in office and i remember saying something about like trying to you know like inch into that conversation like how do you feel about it and his response was and the the reason i was like oh this is not gonna work is he said he doesn't like to be involved in politics because he likes to take like a ten thousand foot view of the world so like oh wow so the, the response is very much like, it doesn't matter to me. And I was just like, oh, but like, what about everyone that it does matter to? What about like the the lives and the bodies that are affected by this? You don't, nothing to say about all that. And he's just like, yeah, it's real stressful. And I was like, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it is stressful, isn't it? I gotta go. <laughs> so oh yeah. Goodness. I yeah took his bike and his dog and I was like bye (laughs) (laughs) yes no but he I don't know I don't for his to his mind he didn't see any problem in that answer and I was just like oh no the amount of privilege and entitlement there yes it's just not something I'm interested in so yeah just run run for the house (laughs) that's like if if the dog shits in the room and you're like, no, no, I don't like to sit too close to the shit. I like to be on. Yeah, but the shit is still there, though. Just clean. And it still smells. It it's affecting people. You gotta, we gotta do something about it. Um, I don't to affect them. I, no, it's gonna affect them, man. It's part of nature. I'm just gonna watch it unfold. No, watch, no. Clean that shit up. Age. What is the uh, biggest age gap you've you've dated, or and does age actually matter? Age does matter. It does. I think to a certain extent, it matters 100%. To a certain extent, yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, I just turned 25, and when I was 23, I dated a guy that was, like, 37. And I I mean, I didn't have, like, a huge issue with it, but I think age definitely matters 100%. Yeah, 
the oldest I've dated was 10 years older than me. And I do think age does matter. Um, Cause it's just, it's just a way. Well, first of all, <laughs> age matters because you shouldn't be dating someone under the age. So yeah. that's, uh-huh. so that's that one reason why age okay. matters. And then it's just there. A lot of times there can be some disconnects. It's like, especially in certain age groups, it may be different if you're, 60 dating maybe a 47 year old yeah maybe it may be different because of the the level you know what I mean whereas like if you're 20 you're still young like it's like you're still filling out your life you're more established in your 40s and then it's so it's like it it just depends but on the other hand it can flip it could could be you could be the young one who is more established and then you have someone who's older who isn't as established it, it changes things especially your perspective then you start questioning like yeah oh God, I've should had I be? experience where um he was older maybe by like six years but he like he was established you know he like had a great business he was a dad but he still carried himself like he was a 21 year old guy like in old town like living his life so that does matter you know like yeah, I think I agree, especially with what Ty just said, because I've dated as someone who date has not been has been on and off single like most of my life, I guess. I don't know how else to say that. Um, their like emotional maturity matters a lot because you can be a 20 year old and be like on top of your shit. I will. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> let me backtrack. I'm not dating 20 year olds. <laughs> <laughs> little little outside of that. But what I mean to say is you can be a 35 year old and be a, a kid still. And for me in my life right now, that's not compatible. And you can, folks who are my age, I have a hard time often, not always, finding someone that I jive with because, I don't know, they're established in a way that makes me feel like, you are so old. (laughs) You can have kids and you can be fun and you can have a business and, like, be successful and still be, like, a fun, like, person who wants to engage in the world. But sometimes folks are just, like, settle into the dad jeans and like this is where I live <laughs> and like mm, I, I will say though that there's I've dated let's see the biggest gap that I have between somebody was 12 years and it was a really successful relationship um but I'm my partner now that's um my very serious partner we're only a couple years apart and it is there's something to be said for someone who had the same like growing up experiences like we can talk about NBA in the 90s we had a conversation yesterday about the Bulls in the 90s and like (laughs) and like commercials we remember from growing up and that's Mm -hmm. silly nonsense but it is also sort of nice and like comforting to be like you get it you get it (laughs) nostalgia yeah Mm -hmm. yeah I think the my biggest age gap was three years and the only person I've been with that's older than me is is Serena and she's uh six months and uh don't tell my mom, but we're married. So like it's, I, I, I used to think age didn't matter. I thought, you know, it's the person on the inside. And, and I, yeah, I, I think, yeah, I think that's true. But then I talked to some mm-hmm. younger people. I go, oh, Lord Jesus, if I was, <laughs> if I was single now, that this would not ever, 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 ever. So yeah, I, I guess it would depend more on uh, emotional maturity and like how they handle themselves in the world. I didn't know, do y'all have any, those were all of my questions as far as like, I was trying really hard to think of different combinations of things 
of of relationships and and identities and cultures did anything pop up for you all in thinking back i think we should give our our past selves advice like oh, tell wow. with you tell them something mm. I'm not, if it were me, I wouldn't listen anyways, because she was real stubborn, but still. <laughs> you can say stuff to her. Yeah, yes. what would you, yeah that's a great exercise. Mine is don't be afraid of being alone. It's actually kind of great, but I think I made a lot of really scary decisions and like mm. sad, too long relationships when I was nervous about like, if I'm not in this, then I'm on my own. And in, in those moments, it felt like on your own is a failure. And I think society tries to tell us that thing, but it's actually great. It's great. I, I would tell me, don't be afraid of being alone because it's, it's fine and it's great. And everything great is scary. So just do it anyway. Yeah. I, yeah. <clears throat> I think I would tell my old self, not afraid to take risks, to keep going keep doing what you want to do because I'm happy now and I feel like if I didn't take the risks and stuff that I did I don't think I would be where I was where I'm at right now those things shaped who I am I think I would tell my old self don't force it or look too hard just let it happen because recently I've been dating and I've been letting it happen and it's been working out I watch a lot of time travel. I love time travel movies and shows. <laughs> so I'm like, wait, if I tell myself, do I change what happens? Tenet. Oh, you're going sci-fi. Just See, don't worry about the timelines. <laughs> See, I'll make a different timeline where I never met. Um, I, I think the most blanket thing I could tell myself without changing the timelines and not messing things up with Loki is poor Thor. Um, uh, that it's going to be okay, because there were there were you know a lot of uh, very dark days in relationships and then in between relationships and and I went through that too of just like I'm not validated as a person unless I'm in a relationship. So I, I those days would turn into months and years, and then I unfortunately hurt uh, relationships because I wasn't emotionally mature or ready to take those on. Uh, I just jumped into it because they looked at me. Now, um, but the, uh, they, I thought I needed to be in a relationship. Without affecting the timelines, I think it would just be, it's eventually going to be okay in 2016. And then it's going to be terrible until 2021. <laughs> um, I like that. What advice? Thank you all for doing this. I think of anything else. Thanks for having me. Yeah. yeah, thanks for inviting us. Don't, yeah, thank you. No, Jeremiah, you misread your line. It's thanks oh. for having us. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is a, a song? A new script. You, he, I'll, send, I'll send you the new script. Um, we'll redo this whole episode. What's a song you're all really into right now? It doesn't have to be a new song, like a current song. It could just be a song you are emotionally or mentally into at the moment a song that i just played back to back to back is damage by her have you guys heard it oh yeah mm-hmm. i love New. that i'm just so obsessed and it has like that like slow music playing at the end it just gets you in your mood and your vibe that's that's like my go-to right now cool i feel like uh lately mine's been just like ariana 
I've been playing a lot because she came out with that new album and I just am playing a bunch of the songs from there. I haven't even even looked up any songs recently. I heard her last time I thought of one song. Oh, you want me to name a song from there? Yeah, name a song. Oh, what's my favorite song? Was it Hit Me Baby One More Time? No, not that one. Oh, it's. (laughs) I would say it'll probably be. um... God damn it, I'll name a few of them. There's Nasty. There's that's it. That's 34 all you have to... plus 35. Nope. I've stopped listening. Nope. Um, Jess is going to start talking now. You know what? Now and I'm going to sing the song for you. Nope. She's going to sing. She's going to say it now. And <laughs> Jess is going to... Mine's going to be quiet. <laughs> no. Don't mute me. Oh, oh, that's right. I can mute you. <laughs> I was afraid I got to forget I can do that. What about you, I'm Jess? I'm knocking on your door. Nope. Uh, I don't know. That's hard. I think I listen to Spotify too much now. And so like it just comes up with playlists for me, which is great because then I find new stuff. But like, what's one? Um, Tangerine Skies by Declan Donovan is a really good one I like. Uh, I'm going to tell you a secret and let you know that for the past week, I came home one day from work. My partner was watching Spice World, the Spice Girls movie. Tight. And I was like, what are you doing? And then like cut to two hours later where I have sat and watched the rest of the movie <laughs> with, her, with her. And then all week we've been like, if she seems upset or I seem upset, one of us will look at the other ch- other person and be like, people of the world. And then like we do this oh call god. back and forth. <laughs> oh my god, that's so perfect. Oh yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> it's been Spice Girls in my house this week. It's stupid and fun. So yes. Spice Girls? <laughs> <Okay>. Cool. <laughs> like that. Actually, made me think of something. When, when you are with somebody and you, you're sort of feeling it out, what's something you make sure to get them into? And what's something that you've been introduced to by a partner? Ooh. Uh, like every new relationship, I was like, have you seen Lost? And they're like, no. And I go, we're watching it. This is what we're doing. Call out of work for two weeks. It's on now. And we watch. So that, that that's always been a thing of mine. Uh, I would say my current relationship got me introduced to a lot of shows that I don't think I would have ever watched. Well, one was Park and, Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. Love Parks and Rec. I fucking love it. <laughs> but I would have never, like, I would have never, it wasn't wasn't my you know mm-hmm. and so it just opened me up to those, those shows the different shows i watched that um music i would say music it also kind of expanded my music a little bit and what what do you what, what have, have you I introduced given? yeah Whew. keep it clean know. wow <laughs> I, I saw that smile no i don't know ew no what have i <laughs> Baby, what have I given you? Oh, God, no. Ty, <laughs> Jess? Ty, Jess, someone start talking. <laughs> no, I'm interested say? in this. <laughs> no, okay, damn it. Um, what'd you say? He said he's not answering it, my like, my question for me. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Devin. No, that means he can't tell me, baby, what did I give you? No. <laughs> what did this say? I want to know now. <laughs> well, while he figures it out, uh, Ty, Jess, do you... Um, I mean, this person's not really my my partner or my boyfriend, but he's a really good friend. And he's got me into, like, thrifting. I was never into, like, getting up and, like, going to thrift shops. Yeah. 
And I swear, like every Saturday, we get up and we like go to thrifting, we go to like flea markets, we go to like farmer markets, and I love it so so much. But I don't really know what I've gotten people into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a hard one. I mean, there's lots of stuff I try and convince people about. <laughs> that's not just partners. That's just in life. <laughs> but like, for instance, my partner is so anti-anime. Um, and just not anti in that like other people can like it that's fine don't burn it off oh there we go oh my god i've been kicked off (laughs) this is never airing now i know sorry (laughs) but but uh all of our computers (laughs) Uh, but what what i try and do because i'm not like into anime the way some people are i'm not a super fan but there are pieces that i really like and so like Miyazaki movies i've just been like um, like let's watch this you might like it because there are some intersections of like a fantasy story or like kind of a sci-fi thing going on and it's not like like super weird body expectations being drawn and things like that so um, so that Doctor Who is something I always try and convince people is valid <laughs> like this is good you're gonna like it and sometimes people are like, no, I still don't. Is that supposed to be a costume? It's plastic. Oh. I can see the zipper. That's not a good costume. <laughs> yeah, that's why we love it. Oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah, things like that. I'm trying to think of something a partner. I know partners affect to me because I tend to like, I love to learn when somebody's into something. Like, why do you think that's cool? Uh-huh. Yeah. My partner's trying to get me to play video games. I'm not... I oh really? Can't. I can't. I, I'm 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 the person who doesn't even know how to hold the thing, oh. and I already feel stupid. You put a controller in my hand, and I'm like, I feel like grandma trying to be like, how do I? I can't. <laughs> what does this do now? It's it's running in a circle. I can't make it stop. Well, stop moving the controller. In I don't know how. Just pushing the thing one way, and it just goes like this forever. Why am I, I keep dying? <laughs> The Italian plumber doesn't fix any pipes. Why? (laughs) What's that turtle doing again with the woman? Um, One thing, Serena reads. That's just she just reads books, and I've never, besides well, besides like work, right? Because we read to our kids. But she got me into reading. Can do it now. Uh huh. Oh, I know. I don't understand that. So yeah, I've I've been more into reading, which then bled into like comic books because I love superheroes. So I go, oh, wait, they have it in book form. So now I've been spending my money on that. I overdrafted on comic books. Okay, thank you for doing this. Uh, (laughs) I I really appreciate it. Have a good day, y'all. You too. Bye. I feel like I saw her at the wedding. Where did she think she was? (laughs) Is this a banquet, Michael? Wow, Michael. Wow. This is fabulous. Um, 